We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more with your hosts, Tom the Blade, and myself, Uncle Frank. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. All right. Wow, can you believe it? We are at episode number 49. 49 matches my age? 49. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh it's it's been an incredible ride. It's it's getting better. There's always there's always something to talk about. There's always something that we can be looking at to make sure we're doing our best. To at least make sure that we're trying. And exactly. just the one percent, right? We that's just look it. At one every day, just one percent. That is it. And we're showing up to hopefully provide you with some entertainment, uh, a good chuckle, or at least a serious head scratch. Hey, you know, let me let me think about this for a second. And, you know, is this something I'd be interested in doing and getting out there and getting after it? So uh, you know, thank you for joining us tonight or yeah. day or whatever, you know, whenever you decide to listen to us. Thanks thank for you. hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you to everybody out there that's made all the, you know, that's the reason we keep doing it. That's why we've gotten to 49, because people keep tuning in for, for some reason. They want to hear what we have to say. That's great, because we, we like having th- stuff to say, and we appreciate it. And obviously some people enjoy it, and that's why we're here. That's right. That's right. That's exactly why we're here. We're here to have a great time. We're here to, um, you know, push ourselves and push you out there that are listening. If you need a little nudge, you know, jump into the Monday motivation episodes, get your get your week started off right and then polish it off Wednesday or Thursday or Friday with uh, with this, you know, our regular show that we do here. Make that declaration like this past Monday, make that declaration of war, right? That's the declaration it. of freedom, right? Freeing ourselves from our enemy that holds us down. And it's always that same enemy. It's that person standing there looking at us in the mirror. That's Declare right. Declare your freedom. Go to war with that person and you can defeat them. That is absolutely right. Couldn't have said it better. Could not have said it better. And that's why I called you to be on the show, too, man. You always have, you always have a, a great way of putting things out there. Oh, making so you're sure using me, basically. I am. I am. <laughs> I am using you to the full extent that I can use, squeezing every little bit of positivity and creativity out, out of you. Got to get go. it. Got to get it. So this week, what I wanted to talk about is, you know, how are you keeping it fresh with your workouts? You know, you we've talked about some of your um, some of your clients, you know, they're been working out with you for several weeks, you know, and they want to notice the changes and also not feel like they've hit that plateau. So, you know, how do you mix it up for them? And then for myself, you know, I've started running and uh man this past weekend i did well, my that own was little the question i was gonna ask you i said i was gonna throw it back at you i said before we get to my stuff 
let's hear what you got to notice. I've been seeing all your posts with all your runs. You're doing awesome. You're doing a great job. What are you doing to make it fresh, to get yourself motivated to get out there and start? You're obviously more active. We see it, right? So you tell us. Let us know what you're doing. The crazy thing is, is that I I hear your after editing the Monday motivations, the the words that you're using for those things after editing it and after doing our regular shows, we talk about getting that one foot out of bed. That's, uh, you know, just just get started, get that one foot. And I have literally been throwing one arm out of, you know, get that hand. Kukui is going to get you. Put that hand over the side (laughs) of the bed, you know. So before it gets to me, I'm trying to push myself to get out of bed. And for a while, I was making the bed. But I said, OK, you know what? What's more important to me is the fact that I'm actually getting out of bed. So there are some days that I don't get the bed made, oh. but I'm getting out of bed. You know, there's baby steps. Okay. Here, we, That's exactly here we go. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I set out my clothes that I'm going to run in. If not, I'll just go to sleep in them. That way, oh, when, okay. when I wake up, you know, I, I drink a, a bottle of water or some water that I put in one of the containers that I have. I'll drink it. And then I'm sure uh, your wife appreciates sleeping next to some running shoes, <laughs> kicking her in the shins while y'all are asleep. <laughs> I'm not fully dressed. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> now, waking up with my shoes on, ready to Got go. Your headphones right? on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and and what? You had said something a couple of weeks ago too. You know, just imagine the, um, just imagine if my kids had seen me wake up. Just imagine the example that I would have set by doing that, and that kind of struck a nerve with me. I'm like, dang, you know what? I'm not telling people what my what my goals are for running. You know, I'm not talking to about it with my wife or my kids. I'm just getting out there. I'm getting after it. And my kids know now, you know, when I wake up early in the morning, oh, you going for your run, dad? Yeah, I'm going for my run. And they're all right. Well, be careful, you know, don't get hit by a car or something. And we'll see you when you get back. And so I'll, I'll come back and you know, oh, how far did you run? You know, let me see your numbers and stuff because right. I keep track of it on my phone. But yeah, just um, that really kind of dug in somewhere the fatty part of my brain to say, hey, you know what? Yes, I am doing this. I'm doing it first and foremost for myself. But if my kids, you know, they see what I'm doing and they're like, hey, he's he's getting after more is caught than taught. Right. We talked about that, too. They're they're going to see what you're doing more than what you're talking about. It's going to go in one ear and come out the other. And, and I want to make sure that they're seeing that, you know, I'm I'm not just talking about it. I'm I'm out there doing it and I'm I'm getting after it. So that's that's part of the motivation. Also, man, it's it's been a, a fantastic release being able to get out there and run. Part of it is to uh, feel that soreness in my legs, to know that I've got out there and I've I've put in some work to stay fit and and be better. But also I'm noticing too, with all the longer runs and this last one, you know, almost nine miles is my longest, but the feeling of accomplishment, I never, I I saw that post and I didn't mention, but I did want to tell you congratulations. I saw that. And I knew that was the longest you've run. 
Oh my god. And I was like very happy. I was very proud of you. I was like, man, that's great. Holy moly. It was such a great feeling. Uh my father-in-law even was like, I thought you were gonna call us for sure to come pick you up somewhere. I was like, that's what you get for thinking, you know. Don't uh don't count me out. I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go all in. And and I wasn't trying to run no nine miles. Honestly, I was just trying to run five but I just kept going and right. it was such a, such a wonderful run. It took me a while and I'm still recuperating. I'm trying to do stretching and things like that to stretch my legs, but I went golfing yesterday and it was, my legs were a little tight, but it was fine. It, it, it was, it was a good time and just staying active and trying to do something new and pushing myself right. a little bit further to, you know, how far can I run? That's right. And you said something last week that really struck a chord to me as I re-listened to the show. Because every week, you know, I listen to the show after we record it so I can hear it, see what we can improve. And you said something that got me so angry. Oh, <laughs> all right. You said, and you talked about the times you don't get your run in because you looked at running and staying in shape as a luxury you give yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong answer. It's not your luxury. It's your obligation. It's your obligation to yourself. It's your obligation to your children, to your family, to your grandchildren, to the ancestors that came before you. You like to bring up all these quotes, you know, about philosophers. Aristotle said no man has the right to not be in shape, to not find out just how far he can push himself. It is not a luxury. And that's the problem. So many people today. That's why we have so much apathy, so much mediocrity and less than mediocrity, so much average. And that's why I brought up uh, with that whole deal with the Independence Day and that war. When I tell you I'm waging a war on average, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with my clients. We've got to get out of that mindset. It's not a luxury that we keep ourselves in shape, that we get up and do these things. It's our obligation. You know, we uh, the two Mondays ago, we did the thing about the uh, going on the hunt, about the lion. Mm -hmm. You're either the lion or you're the zebra. That zebra that stays out of shape is not prepared to do his run, is not physically active, it gets hurt, you know, he's just soft. He's going to be the one laying on the back with this lion all over him. <laughs> no, I'm training people to be the lion. We're out attacking life. We're attacking everything that we want. And, and that's what the whole deal was with the Declaration of Independence. We've got to get out of that mind frame. It's not a luxury. You know, we, we really, it's not a choice. You have to stay in shape. You've got to get yourself ready. To just for the health problems, you, we don't want to be 80 years. We, we live longer now with all the medication, all the procedures. We're going to yeah. live longer, right? You don't want to be 80 years old with your kid having to wheel you around or wiping your backside because you let yourself get out of shape. You didn't take care of yourself, and now you've become a burden on everyone else just because we decided, you know what? No, I'd rather just lay down. I'd rather eat this donut. I'd rather go have this pizza. No. We owe it to ourselves, we owe it to our family, and we owe it to our grandchildren who are going to look at us. It's, it's not a luxury. But just from seeing you run your nine miles, just from seeing your, your newly found dedication to getting out there, I know your mindset is changing, and I'm very happy for you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I go back and I listen to these things as well. You know, it's it's uh, I listen to them first. To what What can we do? How many ums am I throwing out right. there? Right, that was the first one. That when we and, first started, that's the yeah, first thing I yeah. want to correct. Yes. And and I want to make sure that you know, like I said, I'm not just talking about all this because we do get into our little dips and oh man, I can't do it. No, it's not that you can't do it; it's that you don't want to do it. That you won't do it. 
Right. And and I want to make sure that, granted, I, I probably will not do it 365, 366 days a year, but I want to do it at least 300 days a year. I want to do it more often than not because I do see, you know, these older folks out there, they're probably well into their 70s playing golf. I want to be that guy. I want to be able to be that that age out there, you know, taking my kids, taking my grandkids, sharing that with them. Right. And I mean, you see 80 year old people, you males and females out there doing marathons, you know, yes. I mean, there there's an old guy in in and around where I live. He looks like he's probably about 75 and he's out, I mean, he's doing these long runs, running down, you know, a very long highway that goes into downtown right. Houston. You know, it's it's amazing to watch him run. I want to honk at him and just wave, you know, right. to kind of give him a thumbs up or something like that. But, you know, he's just out there trying to do his thing. He's staying right. active, you know, and we're always talking about the laws of motion. You know, everything in motion stays in motion That's until right. it doesn't. Right. And a thing at rest will stay at rest. If you don't get yeah. your butt off that couch, if you don't get out of bed, you're just going to stay there. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to be a testament to everyone that listens and anyone that is out there on our Twitter feeds, you know, just get up, give it a shot. Right. You, you have no idea how much is in the tank until you ignite it and get ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. You can't underestimate that that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of just knowing that that's living. Right. That's really living. Exactly. And and that's what I wanted to talk to you about as well. It's like, why is it that we. Underestimate ourselves and then why why is it that we're worrying about other people? Why are we underestimating others? You know, you talked about that, too, last time, you know, you you had a client that. Uh, from the looks of it, you didn't look like you're going to, you oh, know, yeah. stick with me for a while. And then all of a sudden she is, you know, you found a diamond in the rough that's just ready oh, to man. put and, and the I have work to tell in. You, let me tell you something. That same client today, um, she showed up today. And this is when I knew things were, it was a weird day. I was there doing my workout. And, you know, I have a, a schedule of who's signed up for what time. And I see her come walking in and she's talking to me and yeah, I have no problem with anybody coming up to me and talking to me, whatever, you know, client can come, whatever. I don't care. But I could tell she thought it was her time to go. And it was an hour early. Oh, and normally I wouldn't care. You want to work out. We get it, knock it out the way while you're here. That's fine. But I had somebody else about to come in. And so I said, you know, you're early, right? And she looked, she goes, no. And then she kind of looked and she realized she was an hour early. And she just kind of like, and she just had this look on her face, right? It's okay. Well, I'll be back. So she comes back at the right time and I'm waiting for her and I'm, I'm waiting to see her. And she says, it's just been one of those days, you know, it's been one of those more, everything's just kind of weird. And I could see it and I could see in her face. She didn't have the same exuberance, the same ready to go get it uh, attitude. And today was going to be a hard day. Today was going to be a, a, what we call a total body workout. We're going to hit everything head oh. to toe. Like these things you see in the CrossFit videos on YouTube, mm -hmm. right? Grueling. It's going to be grueling. And, uh, she didn't look like she was ready to really attack it like she normally does. Uh, we set it out. We did the different routines. And as we're going through the routine, it, it's it's taxing her. I can see it. Like, I can see it in her face. She's mentioning it. Man, I don't, I don't know if I can keep going. But she did. Uh, and as we, we go through each exercise, I'm demonstrating. Because a lot of these exercises are brand new to her. We, we've worked on body parts. 
We're not, we haven't done total body exercises, big exercises, uh, clean and presses, big deadlifts. Uh, another exercise uh, where you grab the dumbbell and you, you're just basically cleaning, pressing it one dumbbell at a time. These are all new. So we go through where I demonstrate each exercise to her and I have her go through it and we build up and see what her weight, her max weight is for that exercise for how many reps. Cause I know in my brain, in our routine, how many reps I want her to hit with each one. So we go through each one and she's already taxed. So I lay out to her what the routine is we're going to do. And she's like, okay, well, she starts after it. She starts nailing it. And it's three times we're going through this set of things. Uh, by the time we get to the third one, she's like, and I'm telling you, if you've got to slow down, you got to catch your breath, catch your breath. We're not, this is not a race. This is not timed. We just want to get through. This is one of those workouts. We just want to get to the end. We want to climb to the top of the mountain. She's there and at the, she's got to get through it one more time. And she's like, I, I don't, I don't think I can do it. I really don't feel like I can do it. And, it, and I just looked at her and said, well, you, you can do it. You've done it twice already. You can do it again. And she gets, you know, she go, and of course she's going through it. And you have to understand as I'm watching her, it's like, I'm watching someone climbing up the face of a, of a mountain with no safety line. Right. And every time I see that weight going up, I'm there waiting to see, because if that weight comes down, I got to grab it. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm just looking at her like, She's going to lose her grip and fall off the mountain. She never lost her grip. She kept going. She'd have to slow down. She would not quit. There was no quit in this girl. And I was just sitting there watching it. She got through it. Then we had to go do the cardio session where it's a rower. And she's got to knock it out for a certain amount of minutes. And she just goes to it. And she starts going. She's not attacking it like she normally does. But she's just doing it. She's getting the job done. She does not quit. She keeps rowing. She keeps rowing. She keeps rowing. She gets done and she's just spent. And I told her, you know, these are the days that make us right. These are the days, the days that we don't, when we don't want to do it. I talk about the discipline blade, doing those things that we have to do when we don't want to do them. Let me tell you, her discipline blade is like razor sharp to see somebody go through that and to keep going. And like I said last week, this is a person when I first met her, I didn't think had that in her. She does have it in her. She pushed, she put to witness things like that. When I'm training somebody, it's, it's not just a, it's a privilege to witness that in action. These are things you see on videos. These are things you see in movies when somebody keeps getting knocked down and they, and they never quit. They keep getting up. That's what she did. And I'm just sitting there amazed and just, uh, uh, and like I, it's a privilege to watch that in action and to see her keep going. So when I tell you, when I make that Monday motivation about uh, I'm building an army, this is the kind of person I'm going to have right next to me. It, you know, if they were to all line up on a row and I got to go pick my first pick, I've got a couple of them. I'm going to pick <laughs> these clients that I know because I've seen them. I've seen them push my, themselves harder than I see other people, big guys, you know, big guys that think they're all big and bad, but they quit as soon as it gets hard. I've seen these people, they don't give up. I've never seen them quit. I've never seen them give up no matter how hard I pushed them. Those are the people that I want next to me in a foxhole that I'm going to take to war. And just like I said, seeing her, somebody that I underestimated from the beginning and to totally change my view. And this person's got a lot of, she's like me. She's got a lot of things going. She's got school. She's got a uh, family she takes care of. She's got a job. She comes in here. It just, this person is just as busy as I am, pushes herself just as hard 
And like I said, today what I witnessed was just an absolute privilege to see that. And it makes me feel good because last week she said, uh, man, I'm feeling kind of late. So I sent her, uh, I sent her the link to the Friday the for the July 4th motivational uh, episode. And she said, mm-hmm. oh, man, that got me up and got me going. So, you know, it was great that, you know, to see it affect somebody. And uh, like I said, you know, those are the kind of people. You know, somebody that I underestimate from people, if they saw her standing next to to themselves in the gym and they know Tom's got to go pick somebody to go to war with, they're not going to ever think I'm going to pick her. But yet I'm going to pick her. She's going to be my first pick as long as and I've got a couple of others, too, that I'm going to take first. There you go. First round picks. That's yeah, right. it's it's crazy, man. You you absolutely you never know how much fight is in somebody because you have no idea what they're going through. You say you sh- she's got a lot of stuff going on. That's this is her outlet to just I mean right. her inner scream and and she gets to leave it all there with right. the weights and and take that burden off of her shoulders for the little right. bit of time that she's there, you know, working out with you. How many times have we heard that old saying? It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. This girl has fight, right? And I've seen it. I don't want to get in a fight with this girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you just never know. You You really never never know. know. And there's, there's a lot of fight in you, you know? And I'm talking to you folks out there listening. There's some fight in you. Get in there. Find it. You have no idea until you try to unlock it. And the once thing you is, do, and the key to it, it's a, it's a, find your why. Find what it is that you have that's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. We all have it, right? We all have that fight in us, right? That there's something in us deep down that we really want, a goal in life, something that we desire. Find what that is, and you're going to find that fight in you where you're just like, nah, this is not getting, I'm going to fight with everything I have. Find that thing, and that's what's going to get you up in the mornings. Absolutely. And it don't have to be working out. It doesn't have to no, be running no. it. You know, whatever it is, you just have to be looking for it because right. it's not going to it's not going to come after you. Right. It could be that promotion at work. It could be that degree you're trying to work for. It could be any, you know, whatever it is, your why. I don't know what your why is. I can't tell you. I can't uh, pick it out for you. We all have we all have to look in the mirror, look deep down inside of ourselves. What is it that I truly want out of life? Find out what it is. There's no judgment on that. You know, I can't judge somebody that, oh, what you want is crazy or that. No, it's what it is to you, right? You go and you once you d- discover what it is, you, then you have your why and just. Yeah, lost you for a second there. Sorry oh, about that. Okay. Oh, I was getting too motivated yelling. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, no, remember your why. Whatever it is, whatever why you have, the reason you're getting, once you, you always remember your why, It will you'll find your how very easy. Absolutely. And and it won't just be easy. It will, it'll be that, that inner fuel that inner kindling that cannot be put out because right. once you ignite it, it's it's just going to be a long, slow burn and it will follow you and it you, will talk you to can, you in your dreams. And you can become unstoppable. Yeah, absolutely. You truly can be. You can, you know, and I equated it to, to people before. It's like becoming the Terminator. Nothing will stop you. 
You will you will keep going no matter what. When you believe in something that much, when you have a why that's that strong, that's pulling you, you become invincible. You really will be. And that's an incredible feeling. I've had that feeling several times. When you just feel like nothing on earth is going to stand between you and what you're going for, it's an incredible feeling. We can all have it. But you've got to have a why. You've got to find your why first. Yep. Once you, you be find out there that looking why, for you will get to that point. And so speaking of whys and speaking of looking for things, um, one of the things that I used to love looking up was was life hacks. I love reading about these life hacks. And I got to thinking about it. I was like, is, is are our life hacks just another word for doing things differently? Or, you know, someone stumbles upon someone else's old habits that have never been used, right? Because you actually spoke to one of your elders. This is how we used to do things. You know, I see all these, I love cleaning TikTok. Like I'll watch that stuff, people finding new ways to clean stuff. It's just like, you know what? I remember my grandma using that stuff. They got that old borax, you know, and mixing it with water and something else. And they're cleaning out their grout. I remember my grandma using something like that. You know, or, or I mean, just the, the amazing things that people are rediscovering and calling them something different. Uh, what is it that you think is happening with these life hacks? Are we just so lazy now that anything surprises us? And it's, oh, well, my life hack to get out of the bed and stay out of bed is to put my phone, you know, five feet away from the bed or set my alarm clock so many feet to where I have to get up and turn that snooze button off and, you know, I'll keep myself at life hack number 101. You know, it's just like, what is, what is that? You know, are you, are you using life hacks? Are you using new habits? What are you doing? I, tell, I just have to say this because when you said your grandma on the board, it reminded me so much of something that happened when I was a little kid with my grandfather because we were always at my grandfather's house in the summertime and he always had us doing jobs. I mean, we he taught me like at six years old how to change the oil. He had us under under his house uh, changing the gas line. You know, I mean, he had us work. He put us to work. And one day I was out there. He wanted me to wax his car. So I'm out there and I'm like, Grandpa, it's like, is this not coming off? You know, I walked into the house to tell him, he said, boy, you need to put some elbow grease. Elbow grease. So, you know, I walked out. I went back into the shed and I am digging and digging, looking for some elbow grease. Oh, and my goodness. <laughs> and I'm in there and I guess after a while he sees that I'm not out there working on the car. And he comes out there. <laughs> he said, hey, what are you doing in there? I said, Grandpa, I'm looking for that elbow grease. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he laughed. He started yelling at me to get out there and just work harder and just, oh, my God. And when you mentioned your grandma and the, the borax and just, I mean, that picture in my head. And I hadn't thought about that in so long. But, yeah, I'll never forget when I went looking for that elbow. You know, I thought maybe it was in a tube. You know, I didn't know. Did if it he was like smack you? Or, once he, well, he was just laughing so hard. Like, <laughs> you know, I never heard of that, you know. Uh, elbow grease. I never heard that expression, but uh, it sounded legitimate, right? Elbow grease. You know, they and my grandfather, my father too, notorious. They have all kinds of greases, gel, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or the silicone this, silicone that. <laughs> uh, 
elbow grease. You know, I'm sure there's an elbow oh, grease. Oh my god, he thought it was in a tube. Oh, of somewhere. course, or like guy. a can or something. I didn't it's, know, but yeah, and just like the infamous bro glow, you know, yeah. it's out there somewhere. <laughs> oh my god, it's canned motivation. Yeah. Man, could you imagine? Oh my goodness, that stuff would sell like hotcakes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, those life hacks, you know, there's some amazing things that people figure out how to do. Uh, yeah, you almost hate to call them shortcuts because to me, a short shortcuts kind of have like a, a negative connotation to them. And these aren't, you know, negative. Right? No, not at all. They're genius. So many of them are so ingenious. And what they're just a new way of looking at how to do things. Absolutely, we get so yeah. caught up in doing things the way we've always been taught of not trying to look at it from a different viewpoint. And these other these people have. And yeah, get showed us a shortcut, a quote unquote life hack on how to do it smarter. You know, we say it in the farm, smarter, not harder. Yeah, that's what and, they did. And the crazy thing is, is, like, I equate it to the people that were first eating snails or first understanding that a certain berry or vegetable was edible, right? They're kind of pioneers in a sense that no one's necessarily trying it. No one told them to go out and try it. They were just curious. And lo and behold, you know, they may have ruined a couple of things in the process, right. but hey, it cleaned the hell out of this thing. Let me share it with everyone, right. you know. And um, another, uh, a friend of mine was telling me, it isn't necessarily a life hack, but he was telling me that he could not read a book to save his life. And he almost got kicked out of uh, college because he couldn't read his assignments and study. Well, um, there at his college, they have all these counselors and people to help out. It turns out that all he had to do was put a sheet, a plastic sheet of colored film over what he was reading. I've read that. Yeah, you've read that. I, heard I that was before. blown away by it. I forgot what the process is, but yeah, you know, you can get assessed for, um, you know, whatever reading comprehension uh, piece this is. And it's so crazy, you know, it's like, all it took was just putting that film over the words for them to be a different color or a different shade. And he was able to read whole books. You know, he's like, oh, this isn't a problem anymore. The lighting, you know, the fluorescent lighting, wherever you're at, uh, it, it might be doing you wrong. You know, it, it's it's how your eyes focus and how you're able to pay attention. So many little things that we can do, so many minor adjustments to be made right. to make yourself successful. Right. And that that's an that's a life hack that he had. That's just an incredible uh, advancement for him. Right. It means solved an incredibly difficult situation. Right. With his schooling and all that. And just something like that. Something that I wonder who figured that out. How right? they ever figured yeah. it out. But no, I have read that before. It's amazing how that works. Um, and they, and what really gets me is this, how many people have gone come before that never heard that. That mm -hmm. never got the benefit of using that life hack, you know, and uh, it's sad, but it's uh, great. Thankfully, there's other people that will be able to benefit from that life. That's one of those life hacks that is a, a game changer, really, for, for some people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, because he finished he finished college. He got his degree. He's doing great. Um mm -hmm. And and he knows, you know, OK, well, I have to buy a certain type of light bulb. 
Correct. I have to, you know, I have to read under this this light and, you know, obviously not be half asleep when he's trying to begin a book. But right. uh, just all these little things, you know, um, my neighbor, he's always asking me if I've bought a uh, this rechargeable um, battery starter. So you charge it up. It lasts for about six months or so. And if your battery dies, you just plug this thing up to your battery and it gives you a jump start. Right. I mean, not necessarily a life hack. The guy the guy grew up in the uh, Boy Scouts and all that stuff. And he's always just prepared. Like he's right. just ready for whatever situation life may throw at him. And he's always just throwing me these little, you know, informational nuggets. He's like, oh, have you done this? Are you ready for this? Do you have, you know, I was like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm glad you told me so now I can do it but now I'm not I'm not necessarily thinking about that right and yeah hopefully that you know 60 bucks on that battery charger will come in handy one day when hey, my battery doesn't want to start in three years tops if your battery if your car battery is three years old or more you're on the edge of, of the edge. that car not starting so Check your battery, check your receipts out there, and make sure you're ready for that one. Because that's oh right. My goodness. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Um, did uh, as far as the, you know, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned it. And right when your battery goes out, it's always at the most inopportune time. Right? It really. It can is. never be at a time when it doesn't set you back or make you late or there's like some. It's, some client it's always got to happen at the exact most terrible time but do keep your seat and thankfully now a lot of these places AutoZone, all these different they have it in the computer system right where you just give them your phone number and they can pull it up and thankfully i'll tell you this the last time because uh it was still for some reason it was like a, week, a month under warranty they replaced the whole battery for free there you go there right you go. so i got Heck a yeah. brand new battery yeah. right and I had a month left still on my warrant. So I've got a battery that lasts me another three years for free. And that was that was one of the cool feelings. That was one of those mm -hmm. things when you walk out of the yeah, you know, you feel like you got over on somebody. <laughs> you know? but, hey, that's you know, they set those batteries to go out at exactly they three sure months, do. You know? <laughs> they sure do. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that's why you gotta have that little charger with you. Because believe me, that one time you do need it, Frank, and you have it and you charge oh, that battery. I've been there. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, it's going to save the day. Yeah, almost late for an interview, almost late to pick up the kids from school, all because, you know, vehicle didn't want to start. Right. But uh, I'm resourceful. I'll, I'll ask. Yeah. I'll ask you. The answer, the answer is always no until you ask, and I will That's ask right. you. That's right. <laughs> and now I know who to call if I'm stuck somewhere. There you go. Hey, <laughs> I got jumper cables. I got all that stuff. And I got that battery pack ready there to go. You go. There you go. Uh, and yeah, you can you can never not be ready because you have no idea what's what's going to be thrown at you. But what what are some of your favorite life hacks for, you know, either trying something new while you're working out or to you know kind of push you to a new habit or kind of sparking creativity do you have anything like that well i'll tell you what it's a tool that i recently bought and i don't know if you want to call this a life hack you might be able to call this like a gym hack you know okay. real sense because everybody trips out when they see me pull it out 
That, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I like to do a lot of deadlifting when I work out. Right? You start getting the heavy weights. And it's a big chore once you start putting these extra plates on the bar because you've got this heavy weight. In order to slide another big 45-pound plate on the end, you've got to lift that side of the bar up with the weights on it to slide the plate on, right? Because the mm. bars are sitting on the ground. Oh, okay. So a lot of gyms have what they call a jack, right? And it's it's basically a bar with an attachment where you can jack it up, and it's like a jack on your car. It raises that side up. Go through. You 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 take the add a plate, or or also when you're taking the plates off, it's a big hassle. It's a very big hassle. Some people don't even like doing deadlifts just because of the hassle of it. And some gyms don't even have a uh, a jack so you sit there you prop it up sometimes on, on a plate laying on its side you, know, you can roll it on top of there i saw the most ingenious thing gym hack i had ever seen it's basically a, a thick plastic triangle it fits in my bag i carry one of those little bags with a drawstring on the top it fits inside of there and you just sit you know how strong a triangle can be right mm-hmm. and it's got a notch at the top you just set it on the bar you pull the bar on top of the triangle like and it it works as a jack. It's not this gigantic iron with an iron bar and an iron handle like most gyms have. It you know you can't even walk around with that. This thing goes in and out of my bag. People when they see it they can't believe it. It only costs like fifteen dollars, and it's the most. Inge- it, let me tell you something. It saves me so much hassle of dealing with these weights, putting them on, taking them off, especially when you're taking them off because you've just gotten through deadlifting mm-hmm. all this weight you're tired you know the last yeah. thing you want to be doing is fighting and struggling and, and trying to pull these weights off so yes that's um one of the most ingenious things that i've seen in a long time in the gym that like man it's so useful and i'd love to leave it at our gym for other people to use but you know somebody's just going to grab it like i said it fits in your back somebody's going to take it and it's going to oh, walk yeah. out so yeah uh that's Where one of the best it? things i've ever seen it's uh, uh there's a company that a lot of when I say the name CrossFitters will be recognized. It's called Rogue, the mm. company Rogue R O G U E. I got it on their website. Like I said, it was like maybe fifteen, sixteen dollars. Um, it, it fits in any bag. It's just made out of really hard plastic. It's so simple to use. Uh, so people who are looking for something like that, get it. It's gonna save you so much wear and tear on your back. You won't be hassling. And for those of you that, you know, just avoid deadlifts altogether or any type of movement where you got to lift these plates up and down just because you, you you get tired of going to the hassle, I'm telling you, buy that little piece of equipment and it's going to save you. It'll change your workouts, right? You can start adding these mass builders, these really hard workouts, these total body movements that you don't want to do just because of the hassle. You get this piece of equipment where you can start doing it with a lot more ease. And I'm telling you, you're going to change. You'll change your physique. For real. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Okay. Make sure to throw it in there. So after y'all listen, head to the show notes. It will be in there. Right. Yeah. What's another? What's another? I like that. I like that. Uh, what's another uh, little yeah. handy, handy dandy tool that you got out there? I can't think of, of another tool that I've seen that that really is that significant. You know, and, and all gyms basically have their own personality, right? So I urge people in the gym I'm working at now, the LA Fitness, it has a lot of some different equipment that I had never seen. So, of course, 
when we talk about, you know, underestimating, overestimating things, we were talking about that earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. I underestimated the effectiveness of these machines. I was like, oh, no, it doesn't look like the machines I've used in the past. So I just basically, like, you know, dismissed them. So there come <laughs> times when somebody else is using something or I have a, a, a client that, you know, they, we can't go over there and get with heavy free weights because they're not ready for that yet. So we got to go find a machine that they can do something lighter and make sure and keep them in a proper form. So everybody's using the other ones. So I'll go over here to this machine. I'll sit in it and I'll try it out and then I'll show them how to use it. And I'm like, lo and behold, this is a pretty awesome machine, right? Oh, I was man. like, man, this is pretty. So you're going to see something in your gym. You go to a different gym. You, you're going to dismiss something that you see. Give it a shot. You have no idea what that machine's capable of, right? It looks different. Don't just immediately say diff, don't immediately think different is bad or different isn't as good as what you're used to. It's just different. Try it out. Give it a shot. You have no idea what you might discover, a new piece of equipment to add to your arsenal to help you improve. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, If you're looking for all of those ideas and then some, you know, find your favorite keyword, find your favorite life hack and, and, you know, go out there. You could probably spend an hour on TikTok or on Instagram. But don't Uh, do that. Don't spend an hour. No, don't don't do that. I mean, unless (laughs) unless you have research time, you know, kind of uh, earmarked for finding these things. Because that thing is a rabbit hole for real. You can just spend way too much time. However, if if I'm I'm out there actually looking for uh, new stretching techniques and I'm uh, finding that yoga, oh my goodness, you know I've done not fanatically. You brought up stretching. I'm actually taking when we get off here. I'm taking a stretching class online. Really? You need to my, shoot me uh, that yes. link because I need uh, to because I'm, I'm having to get a certain. Well, I'm having to get a certification for it. So oh okay, yeah, I'll show it to you. But, uh, you oh, know, awesome. you know what my hourly rates are. So okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the friends and family discount, an hour. <laughs> man. Yeah, come on now. Uh, but yeah, I I need to get some some stretching in. It's ultra um, important. You you have to get yes, it. absolutely. And I even remember. Um, uh, we've talked about him on the show before in the past. What is his name? David Goggins. Right. I remember when he said he started doing like the ultra marathons and stuff like that. He was laid up in the hospital because his body is just kind of shutting down on him. And he called or someone, a friend of a friend had mentioned to him that, you know, he probably just needed to stretch really good or or do something. They brought someone in for him and they worked with him for a couple of weeks. And lo and behold, all of those stretches that this person was teaching him was actually helping him recover because his muscles were so tight. It was cutting off circulation. And, you know, if, if believe in it or not, but the that life force, that chi that's in your body, you know, it's it's circulating from head from right down to your pinky toe all the way up into your brain and back down the other side. And if something is off, something is blocked, then you're going to be off somewhere. If it's restricted, it can't get through. Just, you know, like I said, you don't, just your blood flow, just everything, your nerves, everything, yep. you know, you've got to be limber um, when we work out. Right. And it's something that I try to emphasize to my clients and that I emphasize to myself. 
pumping that muscle, right? We pump it, we get it tight, we get it super pumped up with, with blood, with volume. It just as important as the squeeze. Like I tell them, it's always just as important as the squeeze is the stretch. You've got to stretch them out and you got to stretch every, and when you stretch, you're not just stretching the, the muscle itself. You're stretching all the ligaments, the tendons, mm-hmm. those things are getting, you know, worked and used and sometimes kinked or, you know, they have to be stretched the whole, you've got like a sheath covering your entire musculature and, and your nerve and all that. Uh, it's called the fascia, F-A-S-C-I-A. And it's like this long, this sheath that's covering it. That thing, it, it, as you tighten up your muscle, it's like pulling tighter and tighter and tighter. You've got to stretch it out. You've got to stretch it out. You got to, it's like a, a rubber, like a balloon, right? When you get a balloon and you pull it out and you just start stretching a little bit so that when you blow the air into it, it can get bigger, right? Yeah. Same thing yeah. with your muscle. If you're just constantly just leaving it and not stretching, it's just so tight. Eventually, it gets to a point where there's no more growth involved. A big part of the growth is not just the pumping, right? The pumping and getting blood. A big part of the growth is the stretching. So just, you know, just in terms of helping your workouts, you've got to stretch it out. You want that muscle to grow? You've got to stretch it. You've got to give it room to grow. If you're not stretching, you're not giving it enough room to grow, and it's going to reach a point where that's it. That's about as best as you can get then things are going to start getting tighter and tighter and thrown out of whack, thrown out of ratio. Tendons are going to have more stress on them. Ligaments are going to start having more stress. And when you stretch, you're stretching all of that out and keeping everything as it should be, right? So stretching is is incredibly important. And, you know, it's always best to try to get uh, that good, what they call static stretching at the end of the workout. You don't want to do that before. Do it at the end. You know, you walk out, you're feeling so good, you know, uh, so I'm, not, I'm not next day you want to do it when you're done like during cool down after cool down yeah yeah okay i would do i would do it before your cool down oh wow okay okay i'm out there sweating getting bit by mosquitoes and trying to stretch a little bit and i'm just like nope let me go let me go uh give me some more water take a shower and figure out what's next but so stretch it out then huh because i'm stretching the next day i wouldn't wait till the next day i mean i look i don't see nothing wrong with you getting home you know jumping in the shower wash up with him to be there in the living room and, and giving yourself a good stretch I, I don't see anything wrong with that i don't know you're not going to take hours to do that right no yeah no, no. And you know it may be even sitting under that hot shower you know loose it's going to keep things loose then when you sit down you go straight now you might be one of those persons that when you start stretching, you might start getting all sweaty again and stuff like that. Well, then you got to take another shower later. But <laughs> but I don't see anything wrong with that, right? Don't stand outside getting bit up by mosquitoes. Then you you can't relax, right? And the whole point of stretching is you're trying to relax. You're trying to slow everything down. You've worked yourself up. You know, you got your heart rate going. You you know, you, you, you're on a high, right? So when you want to stretch, it's part of your cool down. You want everything to start slowing down. You want your heart rate. You want to get into a more relaxed state. You can't do that if you're getting bit by me. I know that. We we all oh, know yeah. that. Oh, God. You're there, no. you know, yeah. slapping this yeah. and slapping that, and, and you're getting beat. <laughs> you know, no, that's right. not a relaxing state. So go inside if you have to. If you have to jump in the shower real quick just to wash off so you can uh, go and do some stretching in the living room or whatever whatever you have to do. What do you, We all have to adjust. We have to do the best we can with what we have. Don't well, get so sure. caught up in, I have to do it this time. And this time. Do what you can simple if you don't if you make it so hard on you you won't do it at all right so the best time to do the stretching is the time you can do it right i can't sit here and tell you to do it at a certain time it has to be done like this because then if you don't do it well then what good was that 
do yeah. it when you can do it, right? Don't wait till the next day. Don't wait a couple of hours. Do it as, as soon as you can, but do it in a in a mode that you're comfortable and you're relaxed so you can get the most benefit from it. I remember when I would stay at my grandparents' house and we didn't have cable or anything like that. We would watch Sit and Be Fit until it was time to watch The Jeffersons. Oh, so I need to find okay. that show again and see if I can work out with that lady and her towel on oh, those no. chairs. It's hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's, you know, hey, she was getting after it. Man, and I it's funny you mentioned lady. The Jeffersons. I used to, uh, when I was having real bad problems with tightness in my back, I used to have my wife and my kids, like, remember when, uh, Mr. Bentley next door would have George walk on his oh, back. Oh my God! Yes. That's how I would have my wife. You know. Oh see, my goodness. Just, you know, and I'd be yelling, <laughs> higher, higher, higher. You know. Yeah. Nothing better than that. You know, it was nothing better than having you know back then you know a little six year old, seven year old just stomping on your back. You know, massaging it. It was great. Oh, man, it worked. And I learned that from the Jeffersons. There you go. There you go, Jeff. Everything, man. It had a had a great little uh, message in there for everybody. There you go. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for sharing all your tips. And I'm definitely going to put that row. I'm sure I'll find the name of it and I'll put it in the show notes. But right now it's going to be that rogue triangle. Right. It's a jack. It's an Ajax. That's what it's called. An an Ajax. Okay. Ajax. Here we go. I'm learning something new here. All right. Wrote that down. It'll be in the show notes. I'm excited. Next week's number 50. Number 50. It's going to be like a retrospective. Hopefully we'll talk about stuff. And I've got a, you know what, Frank, I might even share probably out of the, all the stories we've shared over these 50 episodes, well, 49, I might share a story for episode 50. That is the greatest story of all time. And not only that, I've never told it to anyone before. Here we go. That should be. It's wild. You think you've heard wild stories. This is like the most wildest story. I'm still not convinced myself that I want to tell it. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to have to after that (laughs) buildup. I got to hear this. I got to hear whatever this is. Because you have told some pretty good ones. Uh, And I'm sure this one's going to be even better than before. It would dwarf them all. Oh man, golly, <laughs> golly, half man, them, huh? <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right, well, thank you everybody for hanging out, and don't forget to download last week's episode, and also give Monday Motivation a chance. Check it out; it's got some really good stuff in there. It's meant to not only motivate you, but also, hey. Let's let's think about what it is we're doing today. Let's think about our week. Let's right. put into perspective why we're working so hard and also making sure that we're taking good mental we're, we're taking good care of ourselves. We're making sure that our mental health is good because this will prepare you. And it's Tom's voice. He's you know, he's hey this is Tom the Blade. Yeah, I can't do a good Tom, but he can. You listen to his Monday motivations and you, it, it's in there. Sharpen right. your blade. Be ready. They're not that long. They're about to, I try to keep it until like two to three minutes. You know, they're just quick pick me ups for Monday morning. We want to win the day because if we can win the day, we're well on our way to winning the week. And as we win the week, we win the month. Then we what? We've won the year and That's we've right. developed a mindset the mindset of a winner. 
And that's what we're all trying to do to get that 1% better every day. But you can't do that. You can't do that laying in bed. And you're not going to do that if you just stay in bed on Monday and you're dreading it and you're looking bad. At, oh, this is going to be, you know, this is going to start on Monday. No. Hey, we get to start the week. It's Monday. It's not all yeah. oh, we have to start the week. We get to start the week. And it's Monday. And whatever's going on in our life, no matter hard times, bad times, hey, today it starts over. It's Monday. We start a new week and we can start. Hey, we can start a whole new direction on our life if we get up and we just put one foot down and get the week started off right. Yep. Get, get after it. Get after it. Get after it and get started. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, once again, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. We hope you enjoyed and and just really thanks for sticking around. 49 right. episodes. Hey, 49. 49 episodes. Next week will be number 50. And then we're going to hit 52, which is is a year. A year of every week giving you something good to listen to. That's it. Stick with us and let us know. Shoot us a shoot us a review. Shoot us an email. We're always checking our email. And, and to remind everybody, winter is coming. That is right. All right. It's in a couple of episodes. Uh, a big Game of Thrones spectacular. I can't wait. I'm super excited. So, yeah, we've got a lot of great things planned. 50 have been great. Hey, the next 50. Oh, yep. man. We're going to do some good things. I really believe that. The next 50. Holy moly. All right. Well, everybody, have a great night. Everybody, stay sharp.